Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sasheen. How you doing? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday morning. It's Health Tuesday. And today it's Mental Health Tuesday. So yeah, today I'm going to explain some of what goes on behind the scenes. So you get a sneak peek into my thought process about this blog, excuse me, this um, podcast, which is, I guess, in some ways an audio blog. Well, yeah, I guess it is an audio blog. And why I've chosen one of the hashtags that I've peppered all over the blog, excuse me, again, um, the podcast uh, on social media, you'll see that I hashtag the daily bliss and I will hashtag a thousand things under this hashtag of the daily bliss, um, a thousand, you know, reels and videos and pictures and posts. Um, and there's a reason that I do that. And I wanted to share that with you today because this is Mental Health Tuesday. We're going to talk a little bit about the struggle behind the scenes sometimes of people, especially women, uh, especially women in their 35 to 55 range, age range, um, coming out of a relationship, getting a divorce, transitioning out of being full-time mom, or, you know, there's a lot happening, being that sandwich generation, if you have parents who are beginning to need more assistance, like there's a lot happening between the years of 35 and 55, especially for women. And mental health wise, I don't, you know, we don't necessarily talk about the ways in which women are coping and things that they're doing to help them cope. What we see are the statistics about how we're not coping and and how hard it is. And I think that that's true. And I'm not going to diminish that in any way today. But I want to talk about why I picked the daily bliss hashtag as a compliment to the podcast. So we're going to talk about mental health and we're going to celebrate the women out there who are trying to blaze a new trail for women to talk about mental health and to be about mental health and to not just to focus on self-love and self-care, but to focus on mental health and mental care, like taking that stigma off this thing, off this word and allowing the word to breathe and allowing us to reclaim it. That's what we're going to do today, ladies. We're going to reclaim the concept that mental health is is supposed to be this thing that we put in the closet still. It's not just self-care, it's mental health care and it's our care. So whether you're on the phone, on the go, in your car, on the Peloton, on the treadmill, on the stair climber, on your run, wherever you're listening, excuse me, over coffee or tea, wherever you're listening to me this morning, good morning and thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate your time and I hope that you learned something from our time together. So this is Dr. Sasheen. It is Tuesday and we'll be back right after a word from our sponsor. Well, good morning. Okay, so... If you've been following this blog, excuse me, podcast, I'm going to keep saying blog because it ter- it started out as a blog. I guess that's where I should start. It started out as a blog and it morphed into a podcast because I happen to have a doctorate in communication. Um, for those of you who are wondering where the doctor came from and Dr. Sasheen, that's where it comes from. I have a PhD. And that means I spent a lot of time, <laughs> a lot of schooling and a lot of time studying this, this idea of human communication and not and part of that was being a speech teacher for a very long long time so I taught public speaking for a very long time um and so and yes I know I use vocal fillers but you know what I realized natural conversation is full of vocal fillers public speaking should be should not have them that's why we're having a conversation and I'm not sitting up here lecturing at you see how that works out so all that to say I studied um, human communication behavior 
and interpersonal context, which is all really fancy way of saying, I just studied how relationships form through conversation, through talk. I studied how people tell stories about their lives and, and the, the words that we, uses and the, that we use and the word choices that we use when we're talking about ourselves. And you find, you find the answer to many of a person's unanswered, unasked questions if you just listen to the language choices that they use. So I spent a life, I spent my life listening reading and listening and trying to discern and glean what women are talking about and how they're talking to themselves about it. Because how we talk to ourselves about anything determines what we're going to do about anything. If we're talking to ourselves in certain ways that diminish and dehumanize and degrade ourselves, then we are not going to do much to to get out of that situation because we can't. We are our first and most powerful critic. Um... And we don't always remember that we're also our first and most powerful cheerleader. And so, as I was saying in the intro, what I want to talk about today is the concept of mental health care and self-care and why I chose the Daily Bliss. So if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook or uh, we're building the Twitter profile, it's not quite there yet, but we're, we're starting to get more activity over there. You will notice I've been using the hashtag The Daily Bliss ever since the rebrand of this podcast into The Bliss Report. And I thought long and hard about whether or not I, whether or not I would even choose a hashtag that was specific to the podcast because I didn't want to be hemmed in. <laughs> I didn't want to have all my options taken from me if I wanted to talk about something off the cuff one day. But I did want to have a hashtag that eventually my listeners could talk to me with. They could they could tag me with the hashtag and and talk to me about the things that they maybe wanted me to talk about on the air or wanted to hear more about. Um, And so I picked the daily bliss. So why did I pick the daily bliss? Well, first of all, bliss means unlimited happiness. It means joy unimaginable. And when I was thinking about the podcast and calling it the bliss report, I wanted to have days where I talked about things that brought brought my listeners, brought you, my wonderful listening family, closer and closer to unlimited happiness, to unimaginable joy. And every day that I'm on here, I hope that I'm leaving something uh, like a trail of breadcrumbs (laughs) for us to come back to if we need to on days when we can't find joy, when we can't find unimaginable happiness, because the clouds are dark and the world is scary and we don't quite know where to go. Sorry, I'm bumming up against something here. Um, We don't quite know how to find our way back to the road that leads to bliss. And so these, these episodes for me are like these little breadcrumbs along the way to help us get closer and closer to states of bliss. Well, a state of bliss is only as good as how we feel on the inside and how we understand and talk to ourselves as part of how we feel on the inside, which is why I said, it's important to realize that self care is not just taking care of your physical body, meditating, drinking more water. Y'all know how big I am on water, but drinking more water and um, taking yourself to spa days, taking yourself out to dinner. We're going to talk about dating ourselves on Thursday. Get ready. It's going to be good. Um, Taking ourselves out to dinner, quitting a job that we hate. All of those things are part of self-care. But what's also part of self-care is our mental health. And whether, whether we're talking about episodic episodes of feeling blue all the way up to full-blown episodes of depression and bipolar disorder, our mental health has to become destigmatized. And it's so heartening to see young celebrities, young young influencing influencers talk about their struggles with mental health and talk about the steps that they're willing to take 
to get people to listen to what they're saying. Because, you know, whether you are a highly tuned athlete or a suburban mom of two, it's sometimes difficult for people to look at your life and go, what the heck do you have to be upset about? What do you have to be upset about? Everything in your life looks perfect. You have money, you have this, you have that, you have that, 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 that. The chatter starts and it's not even an external chatter, though it's there. It's the internal chatter of years of conditioning that mental health is something that we don't talk about. If you're feeling sad or blue, get over it or hide it the best that you can because nobody wants to feel your pain and nobody wants to see you depressed. And if you're feeling really depressed, really, really depressed, then do your best to get help someplace where it will not reflect poorly on the community or the family. And this crosses all socioeconomic, racial, and class lines, period. The stigma of depression and mental health struggles crosses all. It This, this slice of cake cuts everybody. It may not cut everybody equally and in the same ways, but it cuts everyone. No one gets out scot-free. Every community has its stigma attached to it. Therefore, people within that community don't get away scot-free when they are suffering from a mental health crisis. We saw that I'm a huge, huge, huge um, fan of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. And her struggles, very public struggles, came out on Oprah um, about depression and feeling suicidal. And I guess I should have started this episode with a trigger warning. I'll put it in the show notes for sure. And just to to let people know that I do mention the word suicide, but her very public struggles, um, which we didn't know about at the time when she was going through them, underscore and highlight again the fact that mental health struggles are a slice of a cake that cuts through every possible permutation of culture in society. You don't get exempt just because you happen to be a duchess, a duchess, for goodness sake, with everything that's accorded to that title and that position. So and we and we we're so good like now we're so good because we're able to embrace and and wrap our arms around this this woman and and embrace her but the same love was not given to Naomi Osaka when she had to pull out of her tennis matches because she was suffering from crippling anxiety because again the stigma still is that you're a top athlete you make all this money you have no right to feel so shy and crippled with anxiety that you won't perform for us and the performative aspect that we thrust onto people trickles down into everyday everyday life that that woman that you see in the the corner office who is struggling to keep her shit together because she's having a bad day but she can't show that because she has a corner office and you're supposed to be super happy and grateful all the time the mom with the two or three or five or seven kids who's happy that she's a mom loves her children but is desperately struggling to remember who she is and what day it is because she is so tired and she is in a depressive episode. We don't give a lot of grace to the everyday reality that people are struggling with their mental health in ways that we cannot see. And so the best we can do is offer a safe space. So back to the daily bliss. Um, I am not a sufferer of depression, but I have had blue moods and I have had extensive blue moods from time to time. Um, after my son was born, I definitely had some postpartum depression. That was a huge, huge moment for me because I'd never felt anything like it. So I knew it was different. <laughs> I knew this feeling was different and I couldn't shake it. Um, so I got therapy. I went to therapy. I, I didn't tell a lot of people. I told my ex-husband at the time, my husband at the time, my ex-husband now. Um, and 
and I went to get help because I knew that I was feeling something that was beyond my ability to control, beyond my ability to think my way out of, because I'm a thinker. You don't, you don't get a doctorate. I don't care what, what it's in. You're not getting a doctorate if you don't like to think about things because you're going to spend a whole lot of time in your head by yourself. <laughs> and so you have to be able to pull threads and not get unraveled in the process of pulling those threads. And so I was used to being able to pull threads and not allow myself to become unraveled. After my child was born, I felt myself unraveling in ways that I could not put back together. I couldn't reweave something else together. And so I sought help, but that help, um, you know, that was me being able to stand in a moment and say, I need more help. I need the help. And I'm going to get the help because I have this child that I have to take care of. And a lot of women do that. They do it very quietly. Uh, thank God it's 2021, right? Like we have the, the all the apps that allow you to get therapy without ever leaving your home. But I was uh, do, doing this in a time where I had to leave my home. There was no app. <laughs> so I had to physically go to a therapist office and talk to someone. And I did that. And it was the best decision that I ever made. By far the best decision that I ever made. And it, it helped me do a lot of things. It helped me realize where I was in my relationship with my ex-husband and what I could see coming down the road for us. And it was a, it was so clarifying for me to figure out that it was a moment that I really was moving through and that I could get help with my physical aspect of it. I had a C-section, so I could get help with the physical aspect of it. And I could get help with the, the guilt I felt about having the C-section because I'd intended to have a natural birth and it didn't happen. And I felt a lot of guilt at that time about not being able to have a, um, a natural childbirth. And then eventually I was able to get to a place of a healthy, happy baby is the only baby that, that, that mattered, but it took some time. And I'm really grateful for the therapist who I will not chat out for confidentiality reasons. Um, but I'm really grateful and happy to the therapist that helped me see the other side of where I was, was a moment that I was going to get to, that I was going to get to the other side. Not every woman has that support structure. Not every woman has a tribe. So let me give you some, some tips when you're asking someone how they're doing. The superficial, how are you? How's your day? That's answered with, I'm good, I'm great, is fine. If you don't have a real connection with that person, don't dig into their lives. Don't don't feel like you have to because that becomes even more troublesome uh, by, by trying to dig into a stranger who didn't ask you to dig into their lives. Please leave them alone. <laughs> Please do. But if you know someone, if you have a relationship, if you have a connection with someone and you sense that maybe they're struggling in some way, it never hurts to ask the honest question of, hey, you know what? I'm here. If, if Is everything okay? And whether that answers yes or no, I if there's anything I can do for you, please just let me know. That goes a thousand light years into, in, into helping that person know that you're at least a safe space, a safe person in their world. And safe, safe people are really important. So, you know, uh, the Duchess had Prince Harry. We've seen the iconic video of them at the opera gala, him clutching her hand as he realized that his wife's on the brink. Like she was contemplating hurting herself and she didn't because she was carrying their baby. We've seen the pictures of Simone Biles at the Tokyo Olympics on the sidelines cheering on her team. We have us here having no idea of the complete breakdown that's happening to this poor young woman and we're I'm sorry it just makes me tear up we have no idea the things that we're asking people to endure to perform for us okay I got it together all right so but when what we don't see 
And what we don't realize is that people need a safe space. And I'm, again, I, there are so many celebrities who have come out and talked about their battles with mental health. Katy Perry, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Michael Phelps, Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, uh, Lady Gaga. Publicly, um, Mary J. Blige, her whole, um, if you've not watched her prime uh, My Life um, documentary, you really should watch it. It's amazing. It's amazing and insightful. And again, it talks to the struggle, the struggle. And so, okay, here we are. I'm in the process of thinking about and reimagining this podcast because I want to speak to women who are coming out of a relationship, whether through divorce or this termination of a long-term relationship, who are in their late 30s up to their early 50s who are ready to put their second life together, who want, who want to make the second their second act their best act. And I understand because I am one of those women, all the struggles that I've gone through and all the things and places of beauty that I had to reach for when times were dark, when things don't always go well. And that's where I came up with the idea of the daily bliss, um, which is the hashtag that I use to tag things that I think are just fantastic, that are absolutely Moments of joy that I want to shake my tail feathers to. And so when you go through and scroll through my Instagram stories, you see reels and pictures, you see fashion and food and travel and people who I admire. And I, I, I just think they're either they're doing something in some way that makes them admirable to me, whether that's, you know, if you haven't figured it out yet, my account is a total Tina Turner, Serena Williams stand account. Not going to lie. And I'm not going to apologize. But I also highlight amazingly wonderful everyday interactions like reels are great for that I get to watch people's everyday moments of joy and before someone says but that's not real (laughs) those are just slices people have put together let me tell you something for everyone out there who's like yes but social media is not real and people are putting these things on behind the scenes and behind the scenes they're probably really depressed they're probably really are depressed and and da 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 let me tell you something When you are trying to find something in your day that makes you smile, you absolutely do not care if that thing is real or fake. You don't care. So when I put something on the daily list that I find joy in, I don't care if it took them five minutes or five hours to get that one shot. What I know is, is that that person took the time to share that thing with us. And I am really grateful for that. So let me share that with my, with my listeners, with my followers, so that my followers can also get a little slice of daily bliss, get a little slice of happiness, get a little slice of mm -mm -mm, that feels good into their day. No matter where they are in their day, if they click the hashtag, the daily bliss, they're going to see me having put something out there for them to go, oh, that's cute. Oh gosh, I really like that. Or I really needed to hear that message. Or wow, she looks amazing. Holy cow. Or wow, that's an awesome car. Because it's not just people. It's also cars and food and, and cute quotes and sayings. It's anything that I see that sparks a sense of blissful joy in me. I hashtag the daily bliss. So I'm going to pause here and ask you, how do you infuse into your day something that makes you feel good? Something that just makes you feel good so that no matter how your day is going, you can look back at it or reach over to it or touch it or taste it or feel it or smell it. And instantly it brings you at least a feeling of calm, if not a feeling of complete happiness. If you don't have something like that, first of all, start following the hashtag The Daily Bliss, okay? Because that's what I'm putting it out there for. And number two, find something. Find something that that does it for you, whether it's a playlist on your phone. I'm actually building what I'm calling the Bliss Up (laughs) on Spotify, a playlist. So for that very thing, a playlist to make you feel good, a a playlist to uplift you, songs that make you go, yes, that feels amazing. And I want to dance to that. Give yourself a dance break. Go to the Bliss Up pod, go to the Bliss Up 
playlist on Spotify, listen to something that makes you shake a tail feather and feel good. Um, whether that's your screensavers on your phone, I use notes on my phone all the time to, to in fact, I have four notes, uh, note messages scheduled on my phone every single day, every single day, four sayings come to me at the same time every day. And I read them and I read them every day. And I do that to remind myself of the path that I'm on, but also to remind myself of the moment that I'm in. Like this moment, this one right here, this one right here, this moment is okay. And if it's not okay, then maybe I don't want to be in this moment anymore. So this is a reminder that I need to get out of it. But what are you doing to bring hashtag the daily bliss into your life? Where are you looking around going, I like that. Where are you dreaming into something and going, I can do that. And where are you beginning to change the language about your life so that it reflects more where you want to be and not necessarily where you've been? You know, I don't wear the, the, the moniker divorced woman, not because I have any real issue with being a divorced woman, because I am a divorced woman twice, if you want to be really technical about it, but because there's such a stigma with the word divorce that people attach to it. And they make a lot of assumptions about divorced women, especially that aren't true. There are so many assumptions out there that are simply not accurate for the majority of divorced women. But because a slice of divorced women may have these particular traits or attributes, all of us, you know how that goes. If one doesn't, everybody must be the same way. But we're not all the same. We have grieved differently. We have loved our relationships differently. We exited differently. We parent differently if we don't parent at all. Okay. We had, a, we had our own unique kind of marriage. We might have touched on some commonalities that can be found across relationships, but how our relationship stood or failed is unique to us. And how our divorce went is unique to us. And how we feel about it is unique to us, which is why you have to just check your assumptions that just because a woman is divorced, she's broken. She's unhappy. She's still grieving. She's transitioning. You have no idea where a woman may be in her process of life. Divorce may either be a touchstone of going, hmm, yeah, that happened. Or it could be a full-blown chapter that she's walking through until she gets to the other side of it. She's in there. However and wherever she may be, the idea that somehow divorce is one size fits all is why I don't wear the I don't wear the title of divorced woman because there are a lot of assumptions that get made and I just get tired of telling people I'm I'm not there I'm sorry I'm not there <laughs> like I appreciate that that's a story that you believe about divorced women but it's not my story but also leads me back to the daily bliss I celebrate all women divorced married uh uh kids no kids young old um, uh, but you know, non-binary, sexual, asexual, you name it. I celebrate, I celebrate the women who inspire me, the women who are doing things in the world, the women who are creating something in the world that I go, ah, I think that someone out there would really love to know about this. So I hashtag it the daily bliss. So if you have no other way to infuse your day with amazingness, with, with a sense of, of the day is going to be great. Go visit the hashtag, The Daily Bliss, and, and see what's out there. See what I've curated for your eyes, your ears, your senses. I can't do nose because, you know, not giving anything to smell. And I can't do taste because I'm not sending you any food. But I can do eyes and ears. And I, I try to put things out there that allow us all to say, oh, that's so cool. Or gosh, dang it, that's beautiful. Or she is fire. She is amazing. Or she gave me a word that I didn't know I needed this morning. Oh, my gosh. And we take that word and we run to our journal and we journal on it because it, it brought something up in us that we are so on fire about. 
that's what the daily bliss is for. It's to give you something to go, oh my gosh, I love that. I'm on fire for that. Or I think that's fantastic. Or, or, and this is even greater, that's me. I do things like that. That's totally me. <laughs> totally me. Um, to give you an example, I was watching a show last night on Kev on Stage Studios streaming service. It's called The Love. It's called Love on Stage. And it's a dating show. And I have to tell you that I haven't watched a dating show. I don't know if I've ever actually watched a dating show, come to think about it. And so, but I am obsessed with this show, not because of the dating aspect. I mean, the dating aspect is fun. Don't get me wrong. But it's funny. Number one, it's funny. The host is funny. The host is Melissa Fredericks um, at Mrs. Kev on stage. She's funny. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's funny. Um, then there's the panel who are also hysterical. They're funny. <laughs> um, but then there are the daters who are also willing to put themselves out under the microscope of social media and have folks help them find a love match, which I think is hysterical. Okay, it's funny to me. But on last night's episode, one of the couples were doing um, part of their date, it's a getting to know you date. And the woman brought up this huge huge uh stuffed Grogu so if you don't know who Grogu is and you're not a Star Wars fan this is not gonna help you but I am gonna find a snapshot of this for the Daily Bliss because she is a black woman she's beautiful just gorgeous woman and she was so shy about bringing up this huge life I mean like huge 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 we're talking this thing had to be at least two feet tall if not yeah at least two feet tall um Grogu I don't know if it was a plushie or a statue, but either way, she's like hugging this plushie, this, this Grogu, and it's Baby Yoda. For those of you who are like, who the heck is Grogu? It's Baby Yoda. And my heart melted because I am a total, total Star Wars, Star Trek. My dad and I bonded heavily over science fiction, so I'm a huge science fiction nerd. I've seen all of the Star Wars movies. I've watched almost every Star Trek iteration. I, there's some I haven't. I haven't seen Lower Decks. Um, I'm finishing the the... Um, the one that's on CBS. I, I don't get a lot of TV, so it takes me a long time to get through things. I can't binge watch because I'm busy. But I mean, these are two things like I grew up with this. So when she anyway, so when she pulls up this huge Grogu, I was like, that's a daily list moment right there. That is a joy moment. You could see it on her face. And, and the, the, the gentleman she was she was talking to, he was so ecstatic because he too loved Star Trek. Uh, excuse me, Star Wars. And so this was a moment for them, but it was also a moment for me. And I'm like, I'm going to find this snapshot. <laughs> I'm going to post it in the Daily Bliss because out there somewhere is a woman who loves Star Wars, who loves science fiction, who loves fantasy world, all of those wonderful things, just like I do, because that's how I was brought up with, with a father who encouraged reading and, and use of the imagination and who may be like, nobody understands me. That's what the Daily Bliss is for that maybe you can find your tribe by virtue of some random daily bliss that I posted and you follow the link and all of a sudden a whole world opens up to you of people who like something just like you do. Which brings me to my last point about mental health. We're all going at it alone and on an island, but we have to also remember that the island is is out in the vast ocean with a lot of other islands. So we might be on islands by ourselves, but there's another island just over there with somebody else on it. And there's another island just over there with somebody else on it. And there's one behind us. There's probably six in front of us and 12 over here. And so we might be on our own islands, 
and feel like no one sees us. But we also want to keep in mind that when the clouds clear on certain days, when things are looking brighter and clearer, there are thousands of islands all around us with someone standing on it, waving from the shoreline going, hey, nice to meet you. You want to come over here for a bit? Because I'm close to you and maybe we can chat. That's what the daily bliss is all about. It's islands in the ocean. If you see an island that you like, click on that one. See if you want to follow that person. You just never know what worlds that you might open up that bring joy into your day, that bring a smile to your face. I've discovered so much great music and so many products that I didn't even know were out there in the world. Um, I love the mashup music videos, um, especially the ones with the with the pretty men dancing. Ooh, I like those a lot. Um, there's just so much. I'm an art lover, so I've, I've discovered a whole world of, of people painting <laughs> and, and watching their artwork unfold. And, and so I hope that the Daily Bliss for you is something that you just find in your day every day. A quick away to know that out in this hashtag world is a world of wonderfulness, a world of great things that I get to, t- to partake of. And I'm not on this island by myself. There are tribes of people around me who are like, hey, we were just waiting for you to click. We've been over here the whole time. How you doing? Come on in. You don't have to swim. We'll send a boat for you. It's called the Daily Bliss. So get on the Daily Bliss boat and go visit some some things that you can use to help you keep the day in perspective. Because ultimately, Mental Health Tuesday, I want you to take away this message. We have to keep it all in perspective. If you need help with your mental health, please get help. No amount of clicking through the hashtag the daily bliss is going to alleviate clinical depression. No amount of clicking through is going to alleviate criti- um, crippling anxiety. That's not what the daily bliss is for. It's there on the days when you are functioning beautifully in the world and you might just be having a moment of boredom or you might just be having a moment where you just need to pick me up and you don't want to, to do anything but find something funny to watch on the, inter- on to, on the interwebs um, or you just want to see something pretty. The Daily Bliss is there for you. It's the tribe that you don't know that you have that's just waiting to say hello, come on over and play. But I'm going to always advocate for and believe in the power of getting help from a mental health professional when you cannot help yourself. And if you cannot help yourself, don't worry about it. That is why there is an entire industry out there waiting patiently to help you. So remember those islands dotted around the ocean? On one of them are mental health professionals literally sending up flares to people letting you know they're there, they're waiting, they're ready, they want to help you. So if you find no other island in the streams with you, hopefully you see the flares from that island because they're there for you. All right, everybody, that's been it for that. Oh, right at 30 minutes. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you listening. Please like and subscribe on whatever streaming service that you listen to listen to me on. Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor, Castbox, Stitcher, wherever you're listening in your car, wherever you're listening. If you get a moment, please leave a rating and review and help us grow the bliss grow the bliss report grow the bliss tribe also if you'd like to support the podcast you can become a subscriber which would be fantastic get notifications for new episodes there are some paid episodes behind paywall if you want to become a paid subscriber but however you choose to subscribe i appreciate it if you would subscribe um and i think that is it because i want to get off here and let you get on with your day this is supposed to be for your commute and for your commute only (laughs) or at least the first 30 minutes of your workout that's it for me it's dr sashin take care everyone and i'll see you uh, Thursday when we talk about ooh, ooh child dating yourself it's gonna be a good one take care of all bye